Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can, one of our favorite people, friend of the show, founder of Go Long, a man on Twitter at Ty Dunn, one of the best NFL reporters and writers in the country, does a great podcast. This dude's content, if you like football in the National Football League, is must read, listen to, consume, see, seek out. He is Tyler Dunn. Hello, Mr. Dunn. Happy Monday. What's up, brother? Good good to be back with you. How have you been? I'm great. I had a wonderful weekend hanging out with the kids. Let me ask you a question. Every time that we have a guest on in this slot, which is almost every day, and we play that opening, I sort of cringe when I'm like, I'm going to destroy those wannabe Hall of Famers who think they're good, <laughs> but they suck. Whatever. The guys put it together. But that actually, in part, I'm, I'm, now I'm just going to call out a, a guy that I actually became friends with, and I really like this person, and he's a sweet, sweet guy, and I feel bad once that I cut off his Lamborghini and my little Prius, and I still feel bad about that. But I can remember the first time that I met Donovan McNabb, Ty Dunn, him espousing on how he was a Hall of Famer. And me thinking and then saying, because I need to work on social skills, bro, you're not a Hall of Famer. Is Donovan McNabb a Hall of Famer? I'm just, I know it has nothing to do with what's going on today, but I thought of it when I listened to that little intro we do. I was listening to that intro as well, and it's funny you mentioned that. For the first time, I was kind of running some names through my own head, and I'm totally with you. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, and I'm kind of with Deion Sanders. I think there's way too many people in there. I think we've watered this thing down. Look, I'm not on the Hall of Fame committee. I don't envy people who are in that position. Many of them are my friends, and God, you sit in a room and you talk for 10, 11, 12 days, or hours, I should say. Doesn't sound like something I want to do on the eve of the Super Bowl, but it's, there's just way too many people in there, right? Way, way too many people. It's kind of losing its luster. So, no, Donovan McNabb, absolutely not a Hall of Famer. Donovan, such a great – Donovan, I love you, buddy, but but you know what? Like, drive the Lamborghini faster, and I don't think – I'm with Ty. I don't think you're a Hall of Famer. I can remember um, having dinner with Nancy Gay. Remember Nancy, the NFL writer, Ty? And we were colleagues, and it was voting time, and that's when she was a Hall of Fame voter. And, and I can remember – at one dinner, three different guys coming by and just, it was actually painful lobbying her 
for votes for themselves or friends of theirs. So I, I do, I do understand those guys, those men and women are under a lot of pressure when they're voting. Right. And uh, we could talk 15, 20 minutes about this. I really do think a lot of former players, I mean, they get into the national media for that reason. It's, it's kind of like a daily opportunity to lobby, right. To state your case. People are thinking about you. They're seeing you. You're just, you're staying on people's brains and, and we forget about, you know, a, a Fred Taylor. We forget about a Ben Coates. I mean, I hung out with Ben Coates for my tight ends book. And here's a guy that, you know, did it all. He beat people to a bloody pulp in the run game. And he's downfield just running DBs over. And he kind of joked. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to cry on TV to try to get a vote. He's not asking anybody for anything. Maybe we That's think so about good. people like that a little bit more often. That's so good. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Ty Dunn on the show. One guy that obviously will be a Hall of Famer is Tom Brady. Uh, he is now 93 years old, I believe, and still playing in the National Football League. He, the ageless wonder. Uh, he had his return, talked to the media over the weekend about the, the bleep going on in his life, whatever that means. What, um, Ty, what was your, your takeaway from, from Brady's absence and, and maybe more recently his, his comments about his, about his absence? My only question is, has he put that on a T-shirt and sold it at TB12.com yet? Is it, is it up, the, the, the quote that you're referencing there? Like, I'm 45. I've got a lot of you-know-what going on. Uh, it was beautiful. You know, I'm only 35, and I, I can relate. So, yeah, he clearly has something going on in his, his life. I don't think it has anything to do with football. And it's like we forget that these guys are not names that we just plug into a fantasy football lineup. They, they've got lives. They've got wives. They've got kids. They've got issues going on and it's no secret that Giselle his wife has wanted him to step away from the game for quite some time so I'm sure that there's something very personal very serious going on but they reached that agreement at some point that he's going to play football and heck is is he's Tom Brady I mean I guess normally I would kind of like you know criticize a guy for just leaving his team for a couple weeks like in training camp but this is the greatest player of all time he'll be okay Tom Brady can do whatever the hell Tom Brady wants to do, and the Bucks are a Super Bowl contender. Do you think that we are likely? I, 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 I joked, I made fun of myself for asking this question for years, but are we finally getting to the point? Do you think Ty Dunn, where we might be talking about the last year of Tom Brady? Because it, it it is absurd the guy's still playing. It just is. I I don't think so. I just I, we've done that before. I feel like we've had that conversation for five, six years. You know, is this, is this it? Like, are we starting to see a little bit come off that fastball? Is he missing his kids? Is he missing his life outside of football? Like, does he want to take another hit? I, I feel like it's going to be no different than, you know, Brett Favre, where you're going to have to peel Tom Brady off of the field. Like, I, I don't think that he's just going to step away when he's at the top of his game. And, he clearly reached that realization at some point in the off season when he was quote unquote retired, where my God, he just threw for 5,000 yards. I mean, you were a player two from the NFC championship game. You've got a lot of talent around you. You still have the love and the passion for the game. Why just retire? Right. I mean, I think he does look at his life in general and think, yeah, I, yeah, I'm 45, going to be 46, but if I'm still playing at this level, I've got the rest of my life to live at some point down the road. I think he gets something out of, doing something that nobody has ever done really in any sport to, to play at this level at this age, it means a lot to him. And it's going to mean a lot to the brand of TV 12. Uh, why would you just walk away if you're playing as well, if not better than any other quarterback 
in the NFL. I don't know. You tell me. Looking at that, looking at his, you know, cheek structure in that press conference, something happened. I don't know what he did, but you know, plastic surgery. Who who knows? There's there's something. He else did look good, he didn't just he? Looked younger. He looked great. He did. He looked. He, he yeah. did not look forty five. Yeah, and by the way, I'm a 44-year-old with a lot of bleep in my life, and I, whenever I'm having to like deal with that bleep, I don't. I look the opposite. I look like I've been dragged through nine days through a Vegas gutter. He looked very <laughs> shiny, and happy, and 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 wealthy, and the greatest of all time. Uh, Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, let's let's bop around a, a little bit around around the NFL. Yeah. I mean, we're so close now. Are you making any adjustments to who you think is going to win? the AFC West and what a really crowded AFC West where every one of those teams, I think it's fair to say within their own organizations and their own fan bases and their own local media apparatus that cover them, there are expectations of either winning the division or being really close. Right. I mean, this is the time of year where everybody's hyping everybody up, but I think it is absolutely justified in that AFC West. You can state the case that all four of those teams are legitimate contenders and yet any one of those four could finish dead last in the division obviously we can't account for injuries bad breaks that kind of stuff but I I have a hard time betting against Kansas City even without Tyreek Hill I I just feel like Andy Reid has a way of schematically staying two three four steps ahead of whoever he's facing they they knew that day could come I think they fortified their line the last couple years they they can evolve They, they still have a lot of really solid receivers and they still had the best player on the planet in Patrick Mahomes. Um, until further notice, I mean, it's it's the Chiefs as the front runner, I think, in that division. And it, it, beyond that, I mean, I, the, the only thing that can really hold you back is thinking the Chargers are just going to charge her and thinking that Derek Carr isn't in that upper echelon, which I'd argue he, he is or close to it, but anybody can win. And I think the other teams in the conference, right, they're looking at this like, hey, go ahead and cannibalize yourself. Beat, beat the hell out of each other, and we'll see in the AFC Championship game. It, I don't know if the team in that division gets the Super Bowl because all of those games are just going to be absolute wars. Ty, who's going to have a better season this year? Who's gonna, let me ask you this way. Who's going to be the better quarterback this year? Tua Tungavailoa or, or Trevor Lawrence? I like Tua Tungavailoa. And, you know, I'm high on Miami. I, I think that since we last chatted, you're seeing this offense and this quarterback just take big-time strides. And it's it's hard to read into clips, you know, from a training camp practice or any preseason game. I I get it. But, I mean, Mike McDaniel and his offense, it's it's so timing-based. It's so based off of all of the speed, zigging and zagging in a million different directions and motion. And, I mean, you've got the two fastest players in the NFL and Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. You added Chase Edmonds. You have Jalen Waddle straight off a thousand yard season. You had Cedric Wilson. There, there's weapons everywhere. I think you have a coach who's going to scheme it all up in the best possible way. But more than that, it, it fits what Tua does best. Like he's not a quarterback that's going to throw it through a brick wall like Josh Allen. We we know that. But he is going to place the ball perfectly on those crossers, on you know, the skinny posts, on and all the stuff from short to intermediate where the guys can do something with it after the catch. And we, we forget about that. Like, is the guy kind of reaching back for a ball? Or is Tyreek Hill catching that thing in stride and peace signing his way to the end zone? Tua does that as well as anybody. I mean, it, I think that, you know, when you mirror it all together, this could be a 4,000-yard, 28-touchdown year for the quarterback, which, hey, after everything that could go wrong did go wrong, you know, last year with a not-great 
coaching staff and not great scheme. It's the exact opposite this year. Ty, you um, I think it's actually how I became. I mean, I was aware of you, but I think we first had you on the show several years ago when, when this show was in the evenings, when you wrote a really great piece on Jared Goff and you spent time with him and you went and spent time with people who knew him in his part of California and you really I thought captured the upside and downside of the, of the player and, and explain why both both outcomes are possible and we've seen both the outcomes since then right you know the guy is his career over as it relates to being a successful NFL quarterback do you think his career is over I, I don't think so I, I really I think that you know, the Detroit Lions are one of those, you know, are they going to win a Super Bowl, contend for a Super Bowl anytime soon? Probably not, no. But they, they could be fun as hell this year. I mean, they could be a seven, eight-win team that, that fights week in and week out for their coach. And I think that similar to, to, to a tongue of Iola, the, the situation around Jared Goff, it's gotten really good. He, he does have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, which as a very immobile quarterback and one of the more immobile in the entire league, you need that. So he has that. And they've quietly added some pretty good weapons around him. You saw St. Brown come on big time. Granted, you're not going to get Jamison Williams for the first month, month and a half, but you're going to get him eventually, and and he could be a stud. T.J. Hawkinson's a a top-10 tight end, bare minimum. So I I think you can definitely talk yourself into it. Now, I guess what's like your question, are we talking the Jared Goff that – gets to a Super Bowl and almost wins it. I don't know if we see that, but I don't think he's nearly as washed up and terrible as, as everybody makes him out to be. I think he's you know, a solid starter. I don't think the Lions know if he's the long-term answer. They, they, they probably are thinking he's not, but he can keep you competitive, and that's what they want to be. They want to be competitive. They don't want to tank. Well, let, me ask you, let me ask you the same question about, about Baker Mayfield. I mean, the context is obviously – a little bit different, and that organization and sort of where they're at in terms of pressure might even be a little bit different. But it's not that long ago that Baker Mayfield did the impossible, helped the Browns win a playoff game, gave the Chiefs the Chiefs everything they could handle in the postseason. I mean, the world turns quickly in the National Football League. How likely is it that a year from now the narrative has shifted back in a good way for Baker? It can change in a hurry. I mean, we were talking about Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield all being in line for mega contracts ahead of last season. I mean, really, that was a legitimate conversation. He, he took the Browns to the playoffs, which, you know, considering where the Browns have been for the last two decades, an entire generation is about as great of accomplishment as you can have when it comes to wins and losses as a starting quarterback. So hey, I hate to be positive on literally every one of your topics here, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm pro Baker too. I think that, uh, look, is he going to get a, a – $250 million contract after this year. I, I probably won't go that far, but I think that he does have a, a pretty good shot to kind of resurrect his career here a bit. You've got, you've got some pretty good weapons around you with a, a gigantic if. I mean, you need Christian McCaffrey to stay healthy for, for things to really click. Um, but between that, between the, the defensive personnel, I mean, this is a really good defense. Statistically across the board, I mean, they're top 10 in just about everything. So that's going to help. So they only really need to be a middle-of-the-road offense to compete for a playoff spot. I guess the one concern I have would be Ben McAdoo. I mean, we've seen his offenses really bottom out before, and things kind of get stale. So has he evolved? Are you going to see more motion, misdirection out of what they do offensively? That That's the big end. And, hey, he didn't like Baker Mayfield. That's documented. He wasn't a fan of his. 
I, I don't think, you know, out of the draft, he was in the media or was in between jobs at that time. So let's see how that partnership works out. Uh, but strictly personnel, strictly his game, yeah, I think there's still a lot to love with Baker Mayfield. All right, let's uh, let's turn our attention to, to close this out to, to something I just talked about. It's the uglier side of the National Football League, the, the Bills and how they have handled the now former punter, nicknamed the, the punter god, given the, the just horrendous allegations of, of sexual assault, alleged sexual assault involving him and a couple other former players at his college. What um what have you made? I know that you've you've been all over this at at, at the site. What um what have you made of this situation? Yeah, I you know, pr- appreciate that. GoLongCD.com wrote wrote a column on on the situation up there. If people want to check it out. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we should just be uh, patting this team on the back and, you know, celebrating and, you know, throwing the confetti all around and talking about culture winning the day. Um, that, that was their only option, right? Their only option was to release this punter accused of, as you know, just absolutely vile, vile things that we cannot repeat on air. Um, I, I, everybody should read the lawsuit and the accusations in full. And it's under investigation by police. Um, this was all brought to the Buffalo Bills July 31st. And what did they do since then? They didn't follow up with the attorney. They didn't follow up with the accuser's story. They took the player's story and moved right along. They, they fed into the legend of the quote-unquote punt god. Um, the head coach is, is sitting down with part of my take, calling him a great kid, and saying, hey, we should see who can you know travel the ball down the field farther. Josh Allen throwing it or Matt Ariza punting it. It's, it's sick. It's gross. It's disgusting. And sadly, it's something we see throughout the NFL. I mean, if we didn't see this uh, civil lawsuit and if it wasn't in the L.A. Times, you know, none of this happens. He punts for the Buffalo Bills. Um, and, is it? yeah, due process, all of that, totally with everybody who makes that case. But you look at the facts that are on the table, you look at what we do know and what the team did know, and somebody who was accused of this kind of behavior, they should not be your punter. And, sadly, it took uh, national uproar for the Bills to finally do the right thing. And by the way, if I can just plug my former profession, it is one of the reasons that newspapers matter. Ty Dunn here on the show at Ty Dunn. He is the founder of Go Long. That's GoLongTD.com. All all the NFL content you could ever want from one of the absolute best in the business. Mr. Dunn, as always, buddy, an absolute pleasure. I just realized we've never met in person. So one of these days when at a Super Bowl or something, I'm going to come and say hi and buy, buy you a drink. Absolutely, man. we got to make it happen. Combine, Super Bowl, just slink on into those DMs and we'll set it up. Absolutely. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hey, we'll see you, man. See you, dude. Ty Dunn, Ty Dunn on the show. Appreciate the insight. I really like having Ty on. He's not here. He can't hear me. I could change. I could, I could be less nice. The dude is really talented. That, that this guy can write and report, has the trust of a lot of NFL players, which is rare. Again, uh, worth following him on Twitter, at Ty Dunn and consuming his content. Uh, Very exciting coming together. Uh, Kevin Wall has put together Buy or Sell. Marco Belletti is going to read it, but he's going to improvise. He already told us he doesn't do scripts. I'm Marco Belletti, and I'm script-free, and we see what that's all about next here in Buy or Sell on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back into the show on this Monday. What's going on? Thank you for listening. This is exciting. It's like a, it's a great big gumbo of CBS Sports Radio, right? It's, it's Kevin Wall and his excellent producing. It's Marco Belletti. I'm a part of it. Marco's going to go off, off script because he's a rebel with a cause. It's time for a very special edition of Buy or Sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, we start with this one on Friday. The Carolina Panthers playing that final preseason game against the Bills. Now, Baker Mayfield's already been named the starter. They also have a well-known quarterback from the same draft class as well in Sam Darnold. Now, Darnold went down the second half, a high ankle sprain. He's expected to miss about four to six weeks. He might even be a candidate for short-term IR. Now, with his stint with the Jets and losing the starting role to Mayfield, buy or sell, Bill, it's safe to say that Sam Darnold can be looked at as an NFL bust. Uh, this is hard for me, Marco, because the first time I interviewed him, he brought his mom to the interview on camera. <laughs> you know? I root for mama's boys. You know what I'm saying? I love guys that are oh, good boy. to their moms. I was waiting for something. Like, is there really a reason to sell this one? Is there honestly? <laughs> no, there's not. I will buy that he's he's a failure. Yeah. Bye. And I just wanted to bring up the fact that that year, remember that incredible quarterback class? I got all those guys on camera, all of them. And I remember they would sometimes, I would be in my little office there where you're sitting with my TV equipment. And then a lot of these guys would be across town at, at Broadcast Center with a camera. You could see them sitting down. And I remember they put down two chairs, and I had to call the producer, like, hey, hey, no, there's just one. And he's like, no, no, they're insisting Darnold's mother will be joining the interview. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'll throw in an extra one. That quarterback class you talked about, I mean, you got Mayfield, you got Sam Darnold, you got Josh Rosen, uh, you got Lamar Jackson. Uh, Is that thing a complete and total overreaction to how much talent was supposed to be there? Buy or sell, that draft was overhyped. Buy, right? Like, I mean... Where did Lamar go? Was he at the end of the first round? Last Is that pick, right? If I remember right, didn't they trade back in? Yeah, I can never. That's right, because I can never remember if it's the end of the first or the beginning of the second. You're, at, you're, at, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And like, dude, I, I saw Josh. You know how you have um, recency bias or familiarity bias. Right. I used to go to UCLA games a lot because a buddy of mine has tickets, and the Rose Bowl is cool. And I watched Rosen play a lot of football in college, and he looked like such a golden god of a would-be quarterback star. I thought he was going to be the star of the draft and i don't even know what is he doing now is he working at starbucks down the street like i want to say he's on falcons right is that yeah, is i that, think he's the browns backup which is the same oh, thing as working right. at starbucks yeah the browns back so you can't beat out jacoby Brissett, and you never even had a chance even though deshaun watson's not going to be available right. until week 13 so he's really the Oof. three when and by the way like i feel bad for the guy you don't want anybody to fail but no you're right what a 
What a lackluster and disappointing group of so-called quarterback talent from that draft. All right, Bill. Next, next we go to MetLife Stadium. Jets and Giants facing off in their home stadiums. This is a Titans clash. Uh, Daniel Jones did not play, getting ready for the regular season. So his new backup and Tyrod Taylor got the start. Went down first quarter. Got a big hit from Jets rookie defensive end Michael Clemens. He did not return, but Giants head coach Brian Dable said he's going to be fine. Now, Giants struggles, obviously, in the inconsistency with Daniel Jones by or sell. Tyrod Taylor will eventually be the Giants' starting quarterback this year. It's tough because his career is really based on starting and then losing the job and then being sad the rest of the year, not <laughs> not the other way around. I'll buy it, though. I, I think buy. I'll buy Anytime you have a hapless organization with no clear situation at the quarterback position, you're going to try out everything. And the Giants, let me ask you a question, Marco. Buy or sell the Giants – will have a better season than my Bears. Bye, because the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. Bye. <laughs> there is no hope there. Sorry, Bill. I Nothing. You got so Justin much. Fields running for his life. There is no hope, and I can't imagine he'll be successful behind that line and with the weapons he has. That's going to be rough. That's really rough. It's, dude, I am so over being a Bears fan, but it's sort of like... It's sort of you can't choose your siblings, you can't choose your uncles, you can't choose your sports team. Unless you're Stuart Kovacs. But for most (laughs) real men, you can't choose your sports team. All right, but Week Zero College football kicked off Saturday. National Game of the Week, that was Nebraska-Northwestern, of course, in Dublin, Ireland. Nebraska had a strong start in the second half. They led 28-17, and then head coach Scott Frost got greedy, went for the onside kick. It obviously backfired. Northwestern took over, scored the final couple touchdowns of the game. Frost is 15-30 as the Cornhuskers head coach. After the game, said he regretted the decision to go for the onside kick. Thank you. Uh, buy or sell, we could just pull the plug on Scott Frost in Nebraska. After the, after the game, Frost said he's an idiot. <laughs> did really? shrug your shoulders. <laughs> um, all right, let's work. Let's 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 workshop this. It's a great question from Kevin because uh, yes, in any other era, it should be a buy. But where are they going to turn, Marco? Like who? Nebraska still styles themselves as the rightful you know, among the rightful dominating programs in college football. They think that they're just the right coach away from that. If I buy this and the era's over, is that that's not even a remotely, remotely attractive job. I, I don't know if I agree with that one, though. I, I, look, in season, really? obviously. Yeah, because, look, they're not going to be the Nebraska, the Frazier-Nebraska t- national team. But they think they are. I, I hear know. you. I know. But the pressure. Yeah, but right now, there's, their expectations, I feel like, are so low that anybody that comes in that's competent will get time. Look how long Frost has gotten. He's been awful. awful. Legend, though. All right. All right. You talk me into it. I'll buy. Bye. It's over, Scott Frost. He has been awful. It's, I actually, Marco, I thought he was going to be great, too. I that's really did. I, I thought that was a good pickup for them. I did, too. What a what a terrible football. I, so I went to Mizzou, which used to be a rival of, of Nebraska, and I used to like enjoy Nebraska losing. And the it's so pathetic now that I have the, the thing for Nebraska football I never thought I'd have because a lot of my family members are from Nebraska. They're all Packers fans and Nebraska fans. I have pity, Marco, and that is not easy to come by if you're a Mizzou grad for Nebraska football. All right, we got a few more, Bill. U.S. Open kicking off today in Flushing. Serena Williams' career about to come to an end. Now, she stopped short of... Uh, really saying that she's done, but the 40-year-old said she's going to evolve away from tennis, doesn't like the word retirement. Uh, By herself, Serena Williams will end on the highest note and actually walk away winning her seventh U.S. Open championship. I would love it so much. It would be amazing. 
and I know that despite her lack of form lately, she tends to perform really well at this event. But I will sell. I think Marco sell. Serena is going to be out in the second or I think it's going to be pretty quick and pretty pretty early. Uh, mm. Buy or sell that I can use the word. Can I can I say that I want to evolve away from working for a living, even though it's going to take me twenty more years? Buy or sell, I can use that term. Uh, I'm going to go with sell. Sell. What does evolve away mean? I don't. I don't understand. Like I get, athletes are built differently than us, and their mindset is different, which is why they're at the pinnacle of their profession. Why does everybody have to dance around words? I don't get that. Like, yeah, what are you I'm so afraid you. of? Do you really think that yeah. somebody's going to come knock on your door that you say retirement, and all of a sudden you're, you know, the crypt keeper's going to come? Now you're closer to death. Like, what? What are you afraid of? Whoa! It got, uh, let's just buy how dark it got. I like Marco <laughs> doing buy or sell. Buy. <laughs> All right. Over the weekend, Donovan Mitchell trade rumors swirled up. It's been clear that the Jazz are starting over and they're working on moving Mitchell. Knicks continue to appear to be the favorite to land the three-time All-Star. Lakers, though, have piqued some interest that would make it a three-way trade, and that would include Russell Westbrook. Buy or sell, you see Russell Westbrook involved in this potential trade scenario. I will buy, actually. It, buy. It's, it, it makes all the sense in the world. Danny Ainge, who ran the Celtics forever, now runs the Jazz. He's in full rebuilding mode. And if he's willing to do the one thing that no one in basketball is willing to do, which is take on the Westbrook contract, and you can make the math work in exchange for a whole bunch of picks, he doesn't care if Westbrook's insult. Can you imagine? I mean, can you, Marco, buy or sell Russell Westbrook will show up for work in Salt Lake City if he gets if he's a Jazz member of the Jazz. I'm gonna say buy, okay, because he has nowhere else to go. I, I, can you, I you know what I mean? Like in this movie, I got nowhere else yeah. to go. Can yeah. you name that movie? Uh, I know it's Richard Gere, but I don't remember yeah. what the movie is. That's impressive. like 50 years ago. Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, uh, right, right, right. I would have got that if you gave me another 20 minutes. Well done. That was impressive. I mean, Kevin doesn't even know who Richard Gere is. That's probably very fair. Not a clue. What was the last movie he <laughs> was in? 1996? Know. Not a clue. Wait. So you can, if I said buy or sell, you know who Richard Gere is. You're just pushing the sell button. Sell. Wow. <sighs> All right. Wow. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple more for you, Bill. Sunday, okay. Astros pitcher Justin Verlander left the game, third inning, felt some discomfort in his calf. Now, he was struggling, 60 pitches when he got injured. Astros fans are obviously holding their breath on this year's potential Cy Young winner. Now, without Justin Verlander, buy or sell, the Astros are still the best team in the American League. Ooh. It's a tough one because pitching is, we're talking best in terms of postseason play, obviously. Pitching matters. I kind of want to buy Marco. Do you want to talk me? Are you a Yankees fan? Before you're a Mets fan, I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, you want? I just don't think the Yankees have the pitching. Do you? No, they don't. But if you take Verlander off of the Astros, I think it levels the playing field, and I think the Yankees actually would have chance. I think Verlander with the Astros, the Yankees have no shot of getting through them. Without Verlander, there's a possibility. It's a coin flip for a few teams. I'll I'll sell the Astros are still the best team in the American League. Sell. With the caveat, to your point, Marco, I, I don't think they're suddenly huge underdogs. I think, to, as you just said, I think it becomes really interesting for, for several teams. I think the one thing that would be a little bit interesting is that the Astros still would be able to hold. If he's gone for a long extended period of time, can they still hold off the struggling Yankees for home field? Because that could switch things up in the American League as well. Right yeah, now, the Astros, the way- I think it's two and a half, the game lead on the Yankees. 
Yeah, by the way, I mean, look, I understand that it's a long season and the Yankees' run of excellence was incredible, but mo- to me, we have some time before we get there, but momentum matters heading into the, it just, momentum matters heading into the postseason. If the Astros don't have Verlander and the Yankees are still playing relatively mediocre baseball, the whole thing could be wide open. And then it opens it up for everybody else. I just I, the, the way the yeah. new format is, though, the top two teams have such an advantage over everybody else with being able to sit back and watch them beat each other up for two or three games. So it's such I'll, an advantage. I'll, I'll respectfully disagree a little bit in that there have been years when wild card teams or teams that are on a tear, like if you get through, you get this confidence and momentum right. that I think can help you. I love the momentum aspect, but the problem is if you're starting your number four in game two of a division true. series, it's tough. It's tough yeah, to come back from that. It's fair. All right, we got one more bill for you. We're wrapping up the end of August. The Dodgers currently 88 and 38. They have a seven and a half game lead for the best record in all of baseball. They've got an incredible 19-and-a-half game lead on the NL West. They're on pace to exceed their most wins at 106. Buy or sell the Dodgers will exceed that, and they're going to win more than 110 games this year. And what's so dumb about that is their lead in the NL West is over a team that's going to make the playoffs probably, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a playoff competitive team. Um I'm in L.A. I mean, I'm actually having dinner with a Dodger, with a buddy tonight who's a Dodgers fan, and he's such a great guy, and he's so obnoxious about it that I want to sell, but I'm going to buy. Cause buy! I think just, and Andrew Friedman's ability to just have random guys pitch five scoreless innings when necessary, is re- the president of operations there, is really obnoxious. Uh, Marco, buy or sell your first experience with buy or sell? Buy. Buy. I was actually waiting for you to say I'm actually having dinner tonight with Cody Bellinger or something. Or like Max no. Muncie. I mean, like, I feel like you know everybody. There's nobody that you don't know or whatever part of the country that you haven't been in or have family in. It's amazing. I mean, I gotta, I, dude, that's I, I, just because I'm a vagabond. Like, don't mistake that for access. That's just because I'm, like, borderline homeless half the time, just moving from place to place. You Although and I, I do know a couple Dodgers. You, you and I, though, we make a good team in that regard because I basically never left my house. So between the Got two it. of us, we've seen a lot. So that's good. Here's- I got it. If you combine the 108 places I've been with your experience, we've been to 108 places together. I feel like I'm the brother of, you know, Hank Aaron. You know, we combine our stats where we passed Barry Bonds. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> I think that's usually where it, where it goes here. Marvelous work by my friend uh, who never leaves his house, apparently, J.D. Salinger, Marco Belletti. Uh, great work. Great work by the recluse. Appreciate his insight and wisdom. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Ryder Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for being here. Love that Marco Belletti. Dude crushed it. Do you leave your house, Kevin, or are you also, as Marco revealed, a recluse? Well, like, What's going on in Kevin Wall's life? Oh, I got to leave my house. I'm that type of guy that can't be in the house for more than 24 hours. I always got to be doing something. If I'm not working, you know, even if it's just going to the park and walking or I, I just can't be in the house. My two sisters will—they'll be in the house for a week at a clip. It's unbelievable. I don't older sisters, her, uh, twenty-two and eighteen. Okay, and Got it. you're the oldest. Yeah, so I'm the oldest, and even like during the pandemic, and we were told to stay at home and all that. I always had to find a way to get out of my house. If that's just you're walking, a rule breaker. If that's just walk. No, no, I'm just walking around the block. You know, nothing crazy, but just being in my room or being in the living room or. In my in my basement, which is AKA my office, I I got to move around. Um, 
all the so time. So what is like what is like a social? What's forty eight hours in Bright Lights Big City for Kevin Wall? Are you are you going to the clubs? Are you hitting the scene? Like what are you doing when you're not working at CBS Sports Radio? If I'm in New York City, or, or in, I don't know whatever it is you do. If you're going to Vegas, if you're <laughs> hanging oh, one out day in I would love the Bronx, make, make that. But I don't know. Let's just say here in New York, you know, just walk around restaurants, wine and dine. Like that's my type of thing. I think the nightclub, I got to admit, the nightclub scene for Kevin has slowly faded away over the last year or so. Oh, you were a nightclub guy. Oh, don't get me wrong. A lot of fun. And I would still go, but I would prefer to just hang out, relax, out to dinner, couple drinks, and that's it. I don't, I don't need to be in the nightclub. It's just not me anymore. I lived it. I like to drink. I like to go out. I like to have fun. I find the club scene where you cannot hear yourself think. Exactly. Exactly. Impossible to speak to anyone. You're screaming at like the people. Like when you like you're you're a single person. You're not married, right? You're not. No, you don't I'm have single, two yeah. cats, right? Like when you're trying to talk to somebody, you're trying to like, what's up in the club? What are you? Are you just like? Do you have a megaphone? Like, what's the? How are you? You know, how you do your... people navigate this? It, it's it's really tough. You got to be screaming at the top of your lungs. Let's say if you meet someone that piques your interest, and they're right. screaming back at you, like, why? Why did you say? My name's Kim. Oh, Kim, I'm Kevin. You know, um, and you just start that whole conversation. I like to walk through the park <laughs> to get out of my house. All it's, right. You know, it's just not my thing. Again, I lived it. I had a good time with it. But I would rather do something else at nighttime. And we've got you today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Correct. While Diesel, I believe, um... Diesel is at a weightlifting competition in Western New York. I think is Tommy Muscles, oh, is if that I so? remember. Yeah, yeah. Now you do know that um, that Diesel has a bet that he lost with Bogish and I that he's supposed to take his shirt off for a segment, and he hasn't done it. So if you want to start maybe spreading a little peer pressure when he comes back, when you see him, that could be really helpful. We, you know, you could just like really make that. it a thing uh, in the newsroom. I'll even go. I'll I'll get a petition going in the newsroom. So he's got to yeah, do can it. Can you get? Can you get an actual petition going? I I don't see why not. Yeah, let's present it to him on Thursday when he comes back. (laughs) You know what we should do? This is great. We have like live programming. Can you actually get your phone and record the petition of everybody? Have them like say their name. Like it's Bill Ryder. Diesel, take your shirt off, and maybe we can put together like a compilation when he comes back. That's that's easy as cake. You know, one, two, three, not a problem. An audio inspired petition. By Kevin Wall. I like how I got both sides of the Bears today. I got Kevin telling me the Bears, don't worry, Joseph Fields looks good, it's going to be okay. And then I got I got Marco Belletti telling me they're the worst team in NFL history. Well, again, I, I complimented the quarterback. What are you doing to get my hopes up? But like I said, you got so many problems with the offensive line. He is going to be running for his life. The defense is an issue. I wasn't thrilled with the head coaching hire. I don't know. How you, yeah. I, I Disaster. Wasn't, I wasn't thrilled by it. I see a two year gap written all over that and then you're going to be restarting yet again and then next thing you know Justin Fields is on what year four and oh no and just next thing you know he's going to be shell-shocked and ruined they're going to draft some other poor kid because they're going to have the third pick in the draft in a couple years and then they're going to ruin that young dude too it's just like you mentioned in the, in the break with 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 Dolan with the Knicks at some levels in some organizations the ownership more or less condemns you 100% to losing. And I think the Bears are 
in for that. Oh, it's, for that it's the family business, and it's a, yeah, poorly run family business. Yeah, and you know what? I'm thankful. You know, sticking with the NFL, the Giants were in that boat for how long? You know, it's been a rough ten years. It's been a rough ten. Years. It's been a rough ten years, and then you fire Jerry Reese. You bring in Dave Gettleman, who was that their guy pretty much, and it was a complete disaster. It was a lot worse than what it was in 2017. Look, looking back, Pat, Dave Gettleman made Ben McAdoo look like a decent head coach because they it, did take him to the postseason that that first season. It is amazing to me for such a big city how shockingly irrelevant New York City is. In the National Football League, right years going on years, and if you if you don't include Brooklyn, I know Brooklyn is in Brook. I got it. Brooklyn's part of New York City, but if you exclude Brooklyn, the NBA has been irrelevant there for a long time too. And Brooklyn's only mattered for a few years. I mean, New York City's got to get its act together, Kevin. Although if you know this, I, I'm now a Rangers fan. Blue shirts. Okay, I, I've I'll become take a Rangers fan. I am a Ranger fan, so we're, we agree with that one. How are things looking? I don't know anything about hockey. I'm getting into this year. I'm committing to hockey this year. How are we how are we looking? The this future year? is bright. I would say the future is Give definitely me, like, bright. Okay, okay. Is there is there anything I should know about being a Rangers fan over the next few months? Whenever you're in the garden, just bring your A game and get the chant down. Wave that towel. You'll be good to go. Apparently, it's very expensive to go to the garden. It is. Uh, you you got to be Mister Moneybag to get into Madison Square Garden. Again, like you just said about the Knicks, they've been terrible for the last 20 years, but it's still an arm and a leg to get into the Garden. See, I can go to the Knicks games for free because I cover the NBA. Ah, I, I need to yes. find the hookup. Who's got the hookup in the building for the Rangers tickets? Anybody? Don't know right. by name. Don't know right. by name. Um, and again, and we started the show with this, but just I, I think it's worth just saying again, who knows? And Ty Dunn thinks... Tom Brady's going to play forever. I, I don't. I think you never know what's going on in somebody's life, but I'm with Ty, who joined us at the start of the hour, that Brady just sounded, he looked charming, right? He's a charming guy, but he sounded a little bit off. He sounded a little bit flabbergasted by whatever the bleep, his word's not mine, is going on in his life. And it just got me thinking about how some of these greats who have defined these sports that we t- I talk about every day and the, that we watch and we root for are, are near the end of their careers. And a perfect example today. I know not everybody's a tennis fan. I get it. I am. Sure. But Serena Williams, and I watched Serena before I, I, I got back into tennis. I mean, Serena is one of the great, if not the greatest, tennis players in the history of the sport, men or women's, without an asterisk, without having to define it. She's just she's on that list with, with Federer, with Nadal, with, with Djokovic. And she plays today... We think it's probably maybe her last competitive match as a professional because she's evolving away from tennis, whatever that means. And so this could be the swan song or at least the beginning of the goodbye. If you got time today, worth checking that match out. Just like I'm going to try this year to appreciate Tom Brady and even Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy because I'm a Bears fan. I just... And the dude, not even as a Bears fan, annoys the holy hell out of me. But some of these stars, some of these all-time greats are just getting to an age where it's going to be goodbye very, very soon. A uh, little note from, from I don't know why Diesel is working on his day off. I guess he's bored at the beach. But we got Jerry Harrison Jr. tomorrow. He's still, what is he doing? He can take the time off, Kevin, while we got it. Hey, I, I offered, I, I offered. I guess he's a multitasker. You, even when you're off for more than a few days... The work itch somehow comes up 
Yeah. Near oh, you. trust me. I, I I know it. I know it. All right, Jerry Harrison Jr. is going to join us tomorrow. We'll talk some baseball. We'll talk some Dodgers. We'll talk what's going on with the Yankees on the show tomorrow. We have a good baseball show lined up for you. Thank you to Ty Dunn for hanging out and chilling and being with us. Appreciate him on the program. Thank you to Marco Belletti. Thank you to Kevin Wall. I'm Bill Ryder. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.